Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The game is over, so it's time for Overtime. Sound from the locker room and reaction from you. It's Sterling Bennett, Alan Stiles, and Mark Grandy coming at you right now. Another Niners win, almost. Two-minute warning right now down in Santa Clara. And as we speak, Brock Purdy is in for a touchdown to put the 49ers out in front. 34-16, to 16, one minute and 50 seconds left. This game is all but over. The 49ers moments away from a 4-0 beginning to their 2023 regular season. You're listening to Overtime right here on 95.7 The Game. My name is Mark Grandy, joined as always by Sterling Bennett. Sterling, I tweeted it out earlier i'm officially starting the christian mccaffrey mvp campaign four touchdowns it could have been five they elected not to give him the ball at the goal Come line on, Kyle. on the final possession but mccaffrey 20 carries 106 yards for three touchdowns also seven catches for 71 yards and a touchdown he was a machine in this game he wills the 49ers to a victory 30 Four to 16 is the score at the moment. Under two minutes left in Santa Clara. There'll be an extra point added on here with the extra point momentarily. But another incredible win for the San Francisco 49ers and Sterling. It was Christian McCaffrey today. Four touchdowns could have easily been five. I don't want to hear about Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. All I want to hear about <laughs> is Christian McCaffrey. Four touchdowns on the day, the most since Raheem Moster in the NFC Championship game <laughs> in 2019. Christian McCaffrey might be the best player in football offense and defense. Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year last year. I'm talking Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. Christian McCaffrey, MVP. Give Christian McCaffrey the key to the city. He looks so good and is right now the best offensive player in football, Mark. Well, I mean, what? Oftentimes, the MVP goes to the best player. Generally, it's the quarterback. But the best player, the most valuable player on the best team in the league. The 49ers are 4-0 and and haven't had a, a nervous game yet. They've they've controlled every single game they've played in, and Christian McCaffrey has been incredible in every single one of those games. So logic follows your most important, your most dynamic, your most valuable player on offense on the best team in the league. 
I'll argue Sterling, the Niners are the best team in the league, and Christian McCaffrey is their most important offensive player. It's nothing against anyone else. It's nothing against Purdy, who was great again today. Brandon Ayuk, we weren't sure if he was going to play. Great today. He was really, really good today. You didn't have a ton of touches from Debo Samuel, George Kittle, but when they had the ball, they were effective, picking up third down conversions, moving the chains. But Christian McCaffrey is just at a different level. If if Brandon Ayuk is a star, if if Brock Purdy is a star, if Debo Samuel is a star, Christian McCaffrey is a supernova. He's incredible. Wow. <laughs> He's just on a different level. This dude is re- remarkable. It's hard to even describe how good he is because you're not doing it justice. He is the perfect football player, and he shows it every single week. Four touchdowns today, and I know he worked hard. He, he was out there. I saw him getting his neck adjusted at one point on the sideline. Oh, massage. He, he carried a heavy load 100%, but he's ready for the next touch every single time. He never backs down from any challenge. He's incredible, and the fact that the 49ers acquired this guy at the deadline last year blows my mind because he is the difference of this team being really good offensively and being legitimately the best offense in the league. When the trade happened last year, we saw ESPN say, oh, I'll give it a C plus. No, no, no. Christian McCaffrey, the trade gets an A plus plus. He has <laughs> been the defining player of this team. As soon as this team got Christian McCaffrey, plugged him in, he he can pass the ball. He can run the ball. He can receive the ball. He had three touchdowns coming into today. He had four in this game alone, seven on the year thus far. And San Francisco right now, one of two teams still undefeated. Miami lost to the Buffalo mm-hmm. today. The Eagles squeaked one Let's out against Washington overtime. earlier. Overtime. And San Francisco, they have not entered a game as non-favorites. They haven't left a game without winning. San Francisco right now has been the most dominant team in football. I've never sat here and said, oh, I'm... I'm worried, Marco. I'm so scared. No, I sat here and said, we got this. One of the why? Because we have players like Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, who did nothing today. Really, what, three touches on the day? George Kittle had one catch on fourth down. That was pretty much it. Oh, and because of players like Christian McCaffrey, you can come in, you can plug him in anywhere. Honestly, if Brock Purdy went down, knock on wood, play him at quarterback. Well, they did in the NFC Championship game last year. Christian McCaffrey can do no wrong. He can do everything on the football field. Go to Merriam-Webster, and when it says NFL player, football player, whose face does it show? Mahomes, no. Hurts, no. It shows Christian McCaffrey. He's so good, Mark. He's incredible. You're getting to a point where you're having a hard time even correctly I don't know, describing the impact that he has on a football team. And it's probably influenced or increased his presence because he is surrounded by so much talent elsewhere. Like you can't just focus on trying to slow down Christian McCaffrey, right? Because you have Brandon Ayuk, who absolutely torched the Cardinals down the field all game long. I mean, you look at what he did, six catches, 148 (laughs) yards, six for nearly 150. Talk about incredible efficiency for Brandon Ayuk. That's nearly 25 per catch, (laughs) 24.7 to be exact. He just was killing the Cardinals down the field. When you have a receiver like that who can take the top off of the defense, and I'm not saying Ayuk is an incredible just go-route threat where he's going to beat you for an 80-yard touchdown. but might be, though. Maybe. Maybe he develops into that. He's certainly an incredible route runner, and he'll kill you on a deep post if you just have a safety a little bit late coming over. That happened multiple times. 
but sticks for 148. You add in that element to this offense, you're worried about Debo Samuel. We saw him take a reverse late in the game to pick up a nice gain and keep the, the chains moving and, and keep the clock rolling late in that fourth quarter. It's just so many things to worry about that McCaffrey's abilities, I think, an impact on this offense are increased, but it's taking nothing away from him. You're just seeing him at his purest form, which is just an incredible football player, and it's just a joy to watch him play, and amazing that it's it's, it's for the team that we're both rooting for here. What's more impressive to me is the fact that Brandon Ayuk gets hurt against the Rams. You don't really miss him too much. Against the Giants, yeah. doesn't play at all. It's fine. We'll put up 30 more points against that defense. No big which deal. Isn't that, you know, not that great, but it's still an NFL defense. And today, coming in, well, the Cardinals beat the Dallas Cowboys. You might not have Debo Samuel. What does Chris McCaffrey do? Says, get on my back. The San Francisco 49ers have two, three, maybe even four offensive players that you can put the ball and give it to them 15 times a game and say, go win us this football game. This is the best offense in football. And right now, there is not one defense in the NFL I can point to and say, yes, they might have a chance to stop this offense. And Brock Purdy quietly again, almost 300 yards through the air, still undefeated in his career. Like this team is rolling. Kyle Shanahan has this offense, this seam rolling every defense they play. 35 points, four straight games over 30 points scored. They didn't get even 30 though, Sterling. Come wow. on. Round number 30 points in week one, week two, week three. The game isn't over yet. It can be 42 for all we know. That's true. I mean, this offense is humming at the highest level we've ever seen under Kyle Shanahan. This offense right now, like, I cannot think of one team, Philadelphia, Kansas City, the Cowboys, like the top echelon teams. Like this offense can go toe-to-toe with the 70-point Miami Dolphins, and this defense is 10 times better than their defense. This is the most complete team in the NFL right now, and the show is being 4-0 on the year, going into week five against Dallas, and we're sitting here saying <laughs> it's going to be at home, and we're going to be favorites once again. Yeah, no, 100%. This is the first time in franchise history the 49ers have scored at least 30 points in their first four games of the season against the Steelers, against the Rams, against the Giants, and now against the Arizona Cardinals. Score right now down in Levi Stadium is 35-16. to 16. Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals, we can talk more about them later. Honestly, I've been impressed specifically with Josh Dobbs. They're driving a little bit. Maybe they get a touchdown here or at least a field goal to change the final score. They but there's, stink. There's less than a minute left this game is over Niners 35 Cardinals 16 right now Niners moments away from improving to 4-0 and and you're locked into overtime here on 95-7 the game Mark Randy and Sterling Bennett with you want to give us a call we want to hear from you I know a lot of you you're probably still at Levi Stadium right now uh, but you can hit us up 888-957-9570 that's also the Comcast business text line and Twitch and YouTube powered by First NorCal Credit Union we're keeping an eye on both of those chats and speaking of those chats on the YouTube chat Rakib uh, with a five dollar super chat says, I'm so sick of the national perspective that the 49ers are just as good as any team out there. Sorry, this is the best team in the NFL. Rakib, I agree with you. At least through four weeks, Sterling, and there's still a couple of games left to be played here in week four, Sunday night, and, and tomorrow night as well. You could maybe think, yeah, the Eagles, better team. You know, maybe you're still on, on the Dolphins bandwagon. Maybe what the, the Bills did to the, the Dolphins today changes your mind. Obviously, the Chiefs have still been impressive, bouncing back from their week one loss. 
all I'll say, Sterling, first, I agree with Rakeem, but I think one thing that you can't argue is the Niners have been the most impressive team through four weeks. This is you can't the- argue that. Maybe you think someone else is better ultimately, but who has been the most impressive team through four games? Far and away, it's the Niners. This is the same defense the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb all good to great players, could only muster 16 points. San Francisco scored more points against this Cardinals defense in the first half <laughs> of this game than the Dallas Cowboys and they got. Only, they only had three drives in the first half. The San Francisco, for look, you can point to Patrick Mahomes being the X-Factor quarterback, already hurt this team once in the Super Bowl. You can point to Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Uh, that's still a really good team out there on the East Coast. Right now, the NFC goes through San Francisco. And I'm pretty confident that when the season's over with and we're all said and done, that the Super Bowl, be it's going to be in Vegas this year, might as well go through San Francisco. This team has played so well. And again, 35 points, averaging 30 points a game. The defense can still play better. There's still some issues here and there. Ambry Thomas didn't play great today. There's still certain things. Health is an issue. Once Debo Samuel gets healthy... Why couldn't this be 42 points, 45 points? Like, the Niners' offense is so great that any given Sunday, Thursday, and Monday, they have so many weapons that it's going to be someone different every single game. And within that, the most consistent part has been Brock Purdy, who again today, almost perfect through the year. What, two incompletions? The entire game? (laughs) My God. Like, like, Brock Purdy, for Mike Florio to call him Brock Turdy, well, hey, Mike Florio... Brock Turdy's 4-0 this year, my friend. (laughs) Brock Turdy's leading the best team in the NFC. And come week 13 in Philadelphia, hey, hey, Philly, we want the heat. We want the smoke. Hey, Dallas, we want the smoke. Come prove you're better than us because right now, the NFC runs through San Francisco. Yeah, by the way, there is a, officially a final score down in Santa Clara. 35-16 to 16 is the final. The 49ers forced a turnover on downs, took one knee, and it was Sam Darnold, by the way, who came in to take the knee, not Brock Purdy. The 49ers win. Sam Darnold has gotten snaps in three of San Francisco's four games this year. That's, That's how, how impressive they've been. They've been. 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 35-16 to 16 is the final score. The 49ers win. It's their 14th consecutive regular season win. Yeah tying their franchise record. There it is. There you go, and there's the horn. 14 straight regular season wins. This one is 35 to 16. Sterling, it, there was a point in the third quarter where it was a five-point game. <laughs> 21 to 16, the Cardinals got a stop out of halftime, went down the field, scored a touchdown, and an incredible 99-yard touchdown drive led by Josh Dobbs, who, again, I was largely impressed by today. He was He's good. a gamer. He's a gamer. He's extremely confident. Mm-hmm. Only been down there in Arizona for a month. I was impressed by him. That cut it to a 21-16 to 16 lead in favor of the 49ers. And, and then they just go down and dominate the rest of the game. An eight-play, 75-yard drive that culminates with a two-yard Christian McCaffrey run into the end zone. That was his fourth touchdown. Then the defense forces another stop and the 49ers go 14 plays, (laughs) 77 yards. They milk seven minutes and 14 seconds off the clock. Brock Purdy, a quarterback sneak for the touchdown to make it 35 to 16. That was the final score. This game got a little hairy there midway through the third quarter and then the Niners control the rest of the game. But I've been most impressed by situational football by this Niner team in moments and what they did on that last drive you're up by a couple of scores you get the ball with what like 
10 minutes left on the clock in the fourth quarter. You kill seven minutes and 14 seconds off the clock, and you end it with a touchdown, 100% sealing the game. That sort of drive shows the 49ers' ability to kill you with the big play. We saw it with Ayuk. We've seen it with McCaffrey. We've seen it from Debo Samuel. But when they need to, when they're sitting on a lead and you want to just kill the clock and ice the game, they can do that too. They showed that on that last drive. This offense can beat you in a number of different ways, and they showed that today. Well, the talk of Brock Purdy can't throw deep, misses three deep balls against the Rams. Three passes today over 25 yards, 42, 35, and 25, all to Brandon Ayuk. Now, I get it. This defense in the Cardinals is not great, but number 15th ranked coming into this game. I get it. People are going to say, well, they haven't played a good team all year long. Pittsburgh can't score against the Texans and what, whatever, whatever. Right now, San Francisco sits 4-0, and after this game, 2-0 in the NFC West. A commanding division lead. And I'm right now, I'm sitting here saying... This team could play better, play better. And and the offense right now, I could argue, I don't want to say carrying the defense, but in previous years, it's been, oh, the defense has to hold their opponent to to 13 to 14 points a game. No, this defense can give up 30 and we're going to score 35. That's how good this Niners team is right now. And look, Brock Purdy again, 13 and a half yards through the air in each attempt, rating 134.6. I mean, look, Brock Purdy right now is a, playing like a top 10 quarterback. He looks like the man, the guy, and every game that goes by, we are vindicated in what Kyle Shanahan, when he said he's the real deal. Today, Brock Purdy, 20 for 21. 283 yards, almost a consecutive 300-yard passing yard performance. This guy, I mean, I get it. Last pick in the draft. You don't want to give him too much hype. But I'm watching quarterbacks that are supposed to be better than him play like garbage. There's been so much bad quarterback play in the league so far. Kenny Pickett, former first-round pick. Purdy beat him. Matthew Stafford, first overall pick 2001, eight or nine, beat him. Brock Purdy is beating good quarterbacks, and he's crushing bad teams. It's what you're supposed to do. This team continues to not play down to their opponent and say, look, you're in our house. You're in our home. You ain't leaving with the dub. We're handing out L's, right? Four in a row as San Francisco continues to roll. 35 points today, Mark. 35. I mean, honestly, is this a hot take? Josh Dobbs put up the best opposing quarterback performance against the Niners this year. I know Stafford was good, really good for the first half. Two picks then in that turned game. the ball over. I mean, Josh Dobbs today, 28 for 41, threw the ball a ton because they got 40. Down, 265 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't didn't turn the ball over. But that's, that's a pretty Josh, good day. That's Josh Dobbs, right? Yeah. Where no interceptions, not going to give the game away. But that goes to prove the he, point he of that. He kept them in the game. And that's what he's done through four games so far. What are they, two and two on, or one and three on the year, excuse me? But they should have beat the Giants and blew that lead late in the second this half. This was the first game they didn't have a lead at halftime. And they're now one and three. This is the first game their defense... <laughs> allowed a touchdown on the first drive of the game. <laughs> I, I know the Cardinals on paper aren't great. We have to give them some respect. They beat the Dallas Cowboys by power rankings through three weeks or two weeks were the number one team in football. This Cardinals team with San Francisco beat by what? 19 points, almost 20 points, beat the Dallas Cowboys. This Niners team right now, they're incredible. Like there is, the NFC runs through them and right now, the NFL might run through them.
No, yeah, they've been absolutely incredible, 100%. And it goes back to what we saw on the YouTube chat from Rakib. They are the best team in the NFL. I argue at the very least, even if you think Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, maybe even the Cowboys. The Cowboys got a dominant win over the, the Patriots today. Maybe you think those teams are still better. But through a month of the season, yep. four weeks of the season, the Niners have been the most impressive. They have looked the best so far. Now, four weeks of the season, about a quarter of the regular season, things can change. But at this point, they have been the most impressive team in the NFL. And to your point, which makes it scary, I think, for the rest <laughs> of the league, every single game, you can pinpoint not just a thing here or there, not just one drive, not just one mistake. You can pinpoint like a whole quarter of football, a handful yeah. of moments where... It wasn't great, right? <laughs> like, this was a five-point game in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. You turn around, you blink, and suddenly they win by 19 points. Like, this wasn't a one... The Niners have yet to play a perfect... I mean, it's difficult to play a perfect game. They right. haven't been dominant through four quarters yet. They've no. been dominant for three, and you kind of let up a little bit for a quarter. Like, I'm not trying to, to say that I'm worried about that or anything, but they've yet to put together a 100% complete performance. Final drive of the first half for Arizona. They go down, get a touchdown. First drive for Arizona, the second half. They go down, get a touchdown. That was a moment where the Niners' defense looked gettable. And, and the Cardinals converted, and, and they, they took advantage of that opportunity. And they scored two of their touchdowns, their only touchdowns in this game, on those two drives. There were moments where, as a 49er fan, you're thinking... Uh-oh, the offense needs to go down and <laughs> score. It's only a five-point game against the lowly Cardinals midway through the third quarter. And then what do they do? They play a perfect game the rest of the way. So I say all that just to say this team hasn't put together their best game over four quarters just yet, and yet they're still 4-0, and the most impressive performance through a month of football in the entire league. I got a text when the Cardinals were only down by five. It was like, what's going on? Like, panic mode. the alarms. Like, Okay, like we have we have to fix this. And right now, I sat there on the couch and I said, I have no worry. Deep breath. That this offense is going to take care of this. They're going to score, put some points down, and make it a 12-point game. And they did. It were in previous years, it was like, oh, you know, we, we might get three here. Oh, you got to make sure there's an interception here. Where now it's like, you know, Purdy's going to be perfect throughout the game or, you know, one incomplete pass. He'll hit Ayuk for a big play. Give it to Debo for an eight-yard run. Christian McCaffrey will carry the ball 15, 20 times a game, and you'll put some points on the board. But now it's like almost every single drive, it's, if it's not seven points, you're disappointed. You're like, What's, how did we not score a touchdown here? Because this offense is humming. It just feels like a, a well-oiled machine. And even when San Francisco gets in a tight, close game where they're only up by maybe one score, it's like, I have, I have no worry. This offense is going to come up clutch with the quarterback playing the best football he's ever played his entire career with an offense that, under Kyle Shanahan's, averaging, what, now 32 points, 31.5, <laughs> whatever it is, a game now? Like, Kyle Shanahan, if they do not win a Super Bowl, and again, it's only one month, if they don't win one this year with this team and this offense, that's that may be one of the biggest blunders in sports because this team is playing so well right now. 31.25 points right. per game, Too to be fine. exact. Well, Just doing the quick math in my head, you know? 31.3. Because it's 30, 30, 30, <laughs> not 35, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean... You're right. And another super chat from Rakib on the YouTube chat. Shout out Rakib for $5 says the vision of Kyle and John is coming together. Niners biggest enemy is injuries, not a team in the NFL. Uh, I, I think he meant to go on to say not a team in the NFL, you know, on the level of the 49ers. Mm -hmm. I agree, Rakib. I mean, 
this was a thought I had, and I shared it with you after week one. If the 49ers luck out and get a relatively injury-free season, <laughs> this team is going to be the number one seed in the NFC, and they're going to be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. That's how talented they are. Kyle and John, that being Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, <laughs> they got plenty of criticism for the offseason. Does anybody care now? Nick Bosa has one sack so far this year. Was okay today, but the number one rated player in football on defense for PFF. Javon Hargrave has, what, three sacks this year? A huge one Big on one. third down mm-hmm. today to force a punt by Arizona, who's marching down the field on your 43-yard line. The, the offseason means nothing now. We're a month in. They're 4-0. And honestly, the vision they had for this team and going out and paying for an elite defensive tackle is paying off. Getting Bosa back in the building is paying off. Saying, hey, Trey Lance, you're not the guy. Where do you want to go? And trading him away and bringing in Sam Darnold, who I know you don't want, you know, you, you never wanted to play, but Brock Purdy is playing like a top 10 quarterback. Your offense is scoring the most points per game minus the Dolphins' 70-point game against the Broncos last week in the NFL. They look better than Philadelphia. The Eagles right now are not playing their best football, and I can argue they may never get there this year because they look like they're stuck in the mud. They're winning games, they're undefeated still, but Washington took them to OT. The Patriots, who got freaking shell-shocked by uh, the, the Cowboys today, they took them late in the game. Yeah, they, like, they could have won that game. And the Vikings easily. should have won that game. Right now, San Francisco has been the most dominant team in football. AFC, NFC, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, doesn't matter. The Niners are the best team in football right now, Mark. Yeah, hard to argue with that, 100%. What do you guys think? Hit us up, 888-957-9570. That's the number to dial if you want to join overtime here on 95.7 The Game. If you're filing out of Levi's right now, if you're getting in your car and sitting in that traffic for a couple of hours, get get on uh, here with us on overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's Grandy and Sterling. Again, the number, 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast Business text line. And as always, we're keeping an eye on the Twitch and YouTube chats powered by... By first NorCal Credit Union. Again, the final score: the 49ers knock off the Arizona Cardinals, Ooh. 35 to 16. And I, I love the way the 49ers started this game. First of all, they force a three and out for the Cardinals, and then they go down the field methodically. A six-yard run by McCaffrey. Debo gets a few yards, six more yards from Christian McCaffrey. Then they throw it to Ayuk, who finds 16 yards over the middle part of the field. Two straight throws, 12 and 10 to Christian McCaffrey, plus a penalty. Then a Christian McCaffrey touchdown run. They get into the end zone. They take a 7 nothing lead early. And then what do they do? They force another punt by Arizona. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner were everywhere early in this game. The Cardinals were trying to get the edge, but the speed of the Niners linebackers was on display, did not allow them to get to the edge. They force a punt. Niners get the ball right back. But what happens? They face a fourth and four from the Arizona 39. And what do the Niners decide to do on fourth and four? Tell me. They go for it Ooh. on fourth and four. Kyle. I, I'm going to have to dig deep and do some research. Didn't have enough time here before the show to look into this. How many times has Kyle Shanahan gone for a fourth and four or more aside from like a got to have it drive at the end of a game? Fourth and I feel like when he's gone for it and he's been generally conservative in this area of the game, 
usually when he goes for it on kind of like a, a neutral situation like this where you could go, you could punt, you could take a long field goal, it's been fourth and two, fourth and one. He decides to go for it on fourth and four, a quick throw out to George Kittle to the right side. Really an easy conversion. It was Kittle's only catch of the game. It went for nine yards. Niners moved the chains. Guess what? A little bit later, Christian McCaffrey into the end zone, 18-yard run on a swing pass out to the right officially he's a hurdling run. guys out there he hurled the defender <laughs> Debo Samuel loved it celebrated with him in the end zone afterwards and before you can even blink it's 14 nothing 49ers that aggressiveness from Kyle Shanahan Sterling we talked about it a couple of weeks ago after they went for it early in week one they went for it on fourth and goal week two against the Rams they go for it fourth and four from the Arizona 39 I was shocked. I was surprised. Shanahan normally attempts a long field goal. Right. Maybe you take a penalty, you line up to go for it, you take the penalty, and then you just punt it, try to pin them deep like they did a couple of times in this game. They went for it, and they immediately turned it into a touchdown. I absolutely love the aggressive aggressiveness from Shanahan, and I've been waiting for this so <laughs> long, so long. I am so incredibly happy that Shanahan, it seems like, has turned a corner in this regard. His aggressiveness this has definitely been turned up this season and if this continues i said it two weeks ago if this continues the niners will benefit greatly as a result they are simply too good of an offense to punt when it's fourth and one fourth and two fourth and three if you can't get me four yards in any given play with all those weapons <laughs> diners i'm sorry you don't deserve to win go for it more often and shanahan is doing that i am so incredibly happy it's finally happening it finally feels like not that we have a Mahomes, but it feels like the offense as a whole is Patrick Mahomes, where <laughs> four down, just go for it every single time. It feels like that this that no defense can stop this offense on four consecutive downs. There's no way you're going to stop yes. these stars where even if Kyle Shanahan goes for a few goal with Jake Moody, 57 yards against the Giants. He I go, make he's going to make it. Yeah. Like this team. He was perfect again today. Oh, Legatron coming it, up big. Didn't attempt the field goal, but <laughs> I saw that on the uh, the Comcast business text we line did. earlier. I forget where it went. That's right here. 5 one Another <laughs> boring, perfect game from Legatron. Until CMC can show he can kick the ball, <laughs> Legatron is still the man. Up on board, folks. Jake Moody, <laughs> Legatron. Now, he did have the one kickoff out of bounds, but we can scrub it. it it's okay. Jake Moody is erase it from your brain. It's fine, but... This Niners team right now with this offense, this like we all talked about, they have to get the quarterback. They have to find the elite quarterback. And you can think what you want of Brock Purdy. You can call him whatever name you want to call him, Mike Florio. But right now, this offense feels like that whoever lines up across from them cannot stop them on any play. Whether it's McCaffrey or Ayuk or Debo Samuel or Purdy himself with the quarterback sneak to end the game for a touchdown. It feels like that their confidence is so high. And even coming into this game, you could tell the energy was, we have not played football in 11 days, 10 days. We want to come out hot and on fire. And Shanahan's play calling going forward on fourth down proved that further that we're going to come out and be aggressive and put the Cardinals down early. Do not let them get any sense of life early in this game. Three consecutive drives for San Francisco, 20 
one points. They came out today with a purpose to be aggressive, to score touchdowns and say, this is our home and we're going to be undefeated still. Yeah, if you're listening to Overtime here on 95.7 The Game, Grandy and Sterling with you. A 35-16 to 16 win for the San Francisco 49ers. We want to hear from you. If you're filing out of Levi's right now, getting in your car down in Santa Clara, give us a call. We'll help you pass the time in that traffic. 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business text line. And again, we're keeping an eye on Twitch and YouTube powered by First NorCal Credit Union. The Niners offense as a whole was phenomenal in this game. 35 points. You mentioned Purdy, 20 for 21, 283 yards passing and a touchdown. McCaffrey was incredible, had 177 yards of all-purpose <laughs> offense in this game. 20 carries, 70 catches, four total touchdowns. He was unstoppable. Ayuk, six for 148. What stood out to you? Who was the star of this game? There's a lot to choose from. Obviously, McCaffrey found the end zone four times. He's going to be a popular pick. But let's focus for a moment, Sterling, on just the first half because you could argue that that first half was legitimately the perfect half of offense for the San Francisco 49ers. What they did in the first half, three drives, only three drives. There were a lot of really long drives in the first half, so only three drives. 22 plays, 16 first downs, 205 yards of offense. That's about 9.3 yards per play. And on those 22 plays, they scored 21 points. That's almost a point per play (laughs) by the offense in the first half. And Purdy, by the way, was 10 for 10 in the first half, passing the ball, zero incompletions. He's the first Niner quarterback to go 10 for 10 or better since Steve Young in 1994. Who's that? Just... One of the greatest quarterbacks oh, of all okay. time, Steve Young. Buccaneer you know, legend, famer, right? Buccaneer yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah. Shout out BYU, Steve <laughs> Young. Perfect first half for the 49ers offense. You literally could not have asked them to do any more. Three drives, three touchdowns, 22 plays, 21 points, almost 10 yards per play in the first half. They were on point early, and uh, it there was a little bit of a lull to begin the third quarter, but they picked it up to close out the game as well, but... That first half, I don't think I've seen this Niners offense play any better in a really long time as we saw them do during that first half today. There's always questions of you haven't played in 11 days. Is there going to be some rust? You may not have Debo Samuel. uh, Only got, what, one touch in the first half himself. And so you come into the game and go, you know, you should win. Your offense should look good. Your defense should look really good against this offense in Arizona. But the Niners in the first half of this game – they looked like a well-oiled machine. It felt like they had never missed a beat. They had come out of the Giants game or right into the Cardinals game. It felt like that in the first half against the Cardinals today, that not only was there a purpose to put up big number points and stop them on defense, but Brock Purdy was perfect until the third quarter with 10 minutes and 52 seconds left. Completed a career-high 20 two consecutive passes dating back Mm. to the Giants game last Thursday. Like, if you want to say, can you think of a perfect first half for San Francisco on offense and defense? Oh, being up 21-3 to with your quarterback being perfect through almost two and a half quarters. That is perfect Niners football. The defense looked phenomenal in this game. The Cardinals on their first two drives, 10 plays, Mm. 23 yards, and two punts. The offense, again, for San Francisco, what, 26 plays, 22 plays, 21 points. Yeah. This was the perfect first half for San Francisco against a team like the Cardinals, who 
They're coming in high. They're confident. They're saying, we beat the Cowboys. We're a good team. No, you're not. Go back to Arizona in your 145-degree <laughs> heat and suffer. Suffer on the plane back as San Francisco took it to you today, plucked every little feather off them Cardinal wings. Yeah, dominant win for the 49ers. Again, the final score, if you're just joining us, 35-16 to was the final. The Niners are now 4-0. and Arizona falls to 1-3. and Let's go to the phones. If you want to get in line, the number to call is 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business text line, and you can also get in on the action by hitting us up on Twitch and YouTube, twitch.tv slash 957thegame, youtube.com slash 957thegame, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Let's go to Jai Aid. Jai Aid in San Pablo. Uh, you're leaving Levi's Stadium, Jai Aid. What do you think of that Niners win today? You're on overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's actually Jaime, Jaime, Jaime. Oh, sorry about that, Jaime. What do you want to talk about? What do you think of the Niners okay. win today? So, you know, you know, it feels very good to be able to, to watch your team and know that if they get scored on or, or the other team gets a field goal, that your team can come down the field easily and score points. When was the last time we had that? Like, like with Jimmy, I don't want to kick, you know, the dog in the ground already. But with Jimmy, it just felt like whenever, like, you know, something wasn't going our way, like, oh, my God, this game is going to get complicated. It's going to get complicated. With with Purdy, with this offense, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like the game get complicated. It just feels like we keep scoring, we keep scoring, and we keep going. It, it feels great. We haven't had this in a long time. It, it's, a, it's a new feeling that we haven't had in a while. And I just feel like you guys are saying, I don't feel like there's a defense right now that can stop McCaffrey, can stop Kittle having been used. Kittle, a uke, you've been used shit back there, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, are you kidding me? Can, they, can we say early candidate for MVP? I mean, come on. This team is rolling. I love it. Bring the Cowboys on Sunday night. We will see you guys here. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jaime. Yeah, great call. I mean, could San Francisco have at this point through four games two MVP candidates? You go on McCaffrey and Purdy. Yeah. When's the last time that's happened? I mean, let's. <laughs> I know it's. I don't want to get too. But let's pretend that this team finishes. I don't know, like twelve and five. Or even more. I was, I was going to say like four. 14 and 3. Like, okay. If they are the one seed, one seed in the <laughs> NFC, if they're the best record in the mm-hmm. NFL, yeah. and you have a healthy season for McCaffrey, healthy season for Purdy, both those two guys will finish in the top five of MVP voting. When's the last time that's happened in San Francisco? Maybe Two, two finishers in the top I mean, five of MVP? Probably Steve I mean, Young and Jerry Rice in 1994. Probably. That's the last be, time I can think of. Got to be very rare because you have to have, obviously, a good quarterback, and right. then you just have, have to have an otherworldly skill position or, in a rare case, defensive player. But that, like, almost never happens. This it's crazy. Mark, this I don't, don't so want to get too ahead of ourselves. No, but, no, season's over right now, and they're winning the whole thing, Mark. I do agree with Jaime. <laughs> something that he, he talked about is something that, that I've also identified, specifically with Brock Purdy. It goes to the offense as a whole as well. But you think back to in... Purdy starts or in his games, include the, the Miami game, where you felt like as a team, you're like, we're in a little bit of danger here. We need to get some points. Yeah. Like you think back to the the Raiders game at the end of last regular season where mm-hmm. they were down. They needed scores in the fourth quarter and overtime to win the game. The offense gets the ball. They start at the 20 or whatever the situation is. And you're like, all right, oh, you better go down and get us some points. The same thing, I mean, even in the Thursday night game against Seattle last year, Purdy's first career road start, his second career start. The Niners, that was a dogfight. Niners were trailing, I believe, in the second or third quarter at one point. They come back. 
uh, Purdy leads a touchdown drive. Uh, it happened in the playoffs. They were down at half against the, the Seahawks last year. It was a tight game against the Cowboys in the playoffs. And then you think to this moment when the Niners were up by only five and the offense gets the ball right back and you're worried, like, uh-oh, if we have to punt away, the Cardinals just went 99 yards down our throats. If we give them the ball back and they score again, we're suddenly losing in the second half at home against Arizona. What does the offense do? Calmly, they go down an eight-play, 75-yard drive. McCaffrey gets into the end zone. I think it's something that Jaime was talking about, and, and I've seen it as well. How many times have you felt like you needed a score from Purdy in the offense and he hasn't delivered? I think he's 100% in those situations. He has almost always delivered you at least a field goal, but more often than not, a touchdown when you feel like if you don't get one, the game could slip away from you. Well, it's not even the first time this year. Rams going into halftime. 100%. You're down 17 to 10. You got to get a touchdown. You don't want to give the Rams the ball back. Well, up seven points at halftime. And it was the pretty sneak. And what does Purdy do? Get some downfield. Yes, he plays the dink and dunk. Give it to your stars. It works. It's not like it's not working. They scored 30 or more in every game. Why change? Uh, I'm so dumb with the whole dink and dunk. It's so dumb. It's like Purdy has shown that, yes, he can dink and dunk. But guess what? He can also hit a three-pointer like Stephen Curry can. He can shoot from deep 35 yards here, 42 yards there. Beautiful throws to IU today. Brock Purdy, by all intents and purposes, I think he's been better than Dak Prescott so far this year. Been better than top 10 quarterbacks this year. I... He's been better than Trevor Lawrence this year. Brock Purdy doesn't put up garbage time numbers like Kirk Cousins and other quarterbacks along those lines. That At the end of the day, end of the year, you go, well, Kirk Cousins had 4,500 yards and 38 passing touchdowns. Yeah, how many were in the fourth quarter when the defense is playing prevent? You see Kirk Cousins pick six today? Oh. One of the worst throws I've seen a quarterback make in the NFL. Orson Fields' is a screen pass interception last week? Okay, no, not as bad as that. <laughs> Orson I mean, Trey a, Lance against the Broncos? That's a different level of, okay, of okay. bad. <laughs> But it was it was I think it was the first drive of the game for the Vikings. They got all the way down doorstep of the oh. end zone. They're at maybe like the four or something like that. I had Hawkinson today too. Oh, that's rough. They won, but it was not it Should've. was not a good game for the Vikings. And he throws to the left pylon. I think he was looking for Jefferson. Most likely, it's like the only not Hawkinson, obviously. <laughs> and he throws it like three seconds too late, and the the defensive back just steps in front of it and catches it at in the end zone. Runs on the sideline a 100-yard pick six. They ultimately come back to win the game. James Harrison. I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to get too far away from the Niner game, but there has been some really bad quarterback play in the NFL, and Cousins has largely been very good this year. Was not very good today, but there's been so much bad quarterback play across the entire league. Whatever, whether you think that Brock Purdy is a result of the offense, he's a. He's the brainchild of Kyle Shanahan. He's only good because he has Debo and McCaffrey and Ayuk and What's Kittle. The and all uh, System quarterback. Whatever. Obviously, part of that is true. Yeah. Like, he looks great, partly because the offense is great, 100%. But you cannot argue <laughs> that he has not looked like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL this year. You see Tua today? Not very good against the Bills' defense. No. He's been great the first three weeks. Brock Purdy has been consistent. He has not thrown an interception. He's hitting his receivers in stride. And to those thinking about the Rams game where he missed a few throws deep down the field in that game, there was one to Ayuk where he threw it a little bit short. Ayuk made a great adjustment and caught the ball. All the other throws down the field to Ayuk, by the way, that bad throw still went for a completion. It's but also all the called other, trusting your star to make the play. For sure. But all of the other ones down the field, 
perfectly in stride. The back shoulder to Ayuk, I think it was along the left sideline, like the down. right sideline. Yep. I, for, I forget. I'm getting them. They're all jumbled in my head. We won. Who cares? A perfect back shoulder throw to Ayuk, and you could tell Ayuk knew what was coming. The the connection that these guys have, and Brock Purdy putting it only where his receiver can get it. Brock Purdy's been incredible. Just so consistent, and he's not turning the ball over. He's getting the ball to his wide receivers, to his stars, to his playmakers. You can't ask for anything more. He's been incredible. He doesn't look like the perfect quarterback. and I'm not calling him perfect by any means, but he's played the cleanest game of any quarterback so far. He's averaging over a touchdown every single day. His completion percentage has to be around, what, 68% now, 67% coming into the game. 20 for 21 today. It's like, what else could you want? Like, what like what more do people need to see? Oh, he, he missed some big throws against the Rams. He had three big throws today. Like the thing, He didn't hit 300 yards today, Sterling, and only threw for one touchdown. You got to get at least 302 tuds. Come on. The stats. <laughs> That's what it is. Who cares? But we talked about this after the Rams game. You know, yeah, what's going to happen? With, what's going to happen come week eight when he doesn't hit 300 yards? And fans are sitting back saying, well, no, no, no. He only has 240 yards through the air. It's not good enough for me. Well, when this team is 8-0 or 7-1. and one. Like, And... It may give some fans flashbacks, but everything we've seen has been better than every other quarterback that's been here in San Francisco since. I'll give Jeff Garcia some credit, the last quarterback for 4,000 yards through the air in this organization, but he's he's breaking records that Steve Young had and Joe Montana had. I'm not calling him those guys, but when you have a quarterback doing those things and has yet to lose a game and is not turning the ball over and is hitting receivers in stride, getting all pro weapons the ball almost perfectly on every single play, letting them do work while he does work as well. This team right now, it's almost like Kyle Shanahan had Play-Doh and said, I'm going to make this amazing castle that's perfect and has this architecture is amazing. And he has. It's like everything is working at nearly 100% so far. Well, it's crazy. He threw for 283 yards today, and we talked about kind of 300 as the benchmark. Like, oh, you as a quarterback, you had a great day, right? You throw for over 300. He only threw the ball 21 times. (laughs) That's 13 and a half yards per attempt, not per completion. That's not yards per catch. That's yards per passing attempt. Well, to go further, Josh Dobbs threw it 41 times, only 265 yards. That's (laughs) 6.5 yards per attempt. So, I mean, you just can't, obviously, you continue that that efficiency through 40 passing attempts. It's not going to stay that high. Part of the reason why. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Probably not. Part of the reason why you have so few passing attempts is because the Niners had their running game working incredibly well. And what does the defense have to do? They have to, of course, respect that. Load the box. You're very scared of Christian McCaffrey. Oh, here comes Debo Samuel on a reverse. You got to worry about that. What does it do? It opens up passing lanes down the field, which Brandon Ayuk took advantage of today, and Brock Purdy made them pay. Again, 20 for 21. One incompletion for 283 yards. He did not turn the ball over, threw for a touchdown, ran for for another touchdown, 13 and a half yards per passing attempt. Sterling, the 49ers threw the ball 21 times on average on those 21 times. Catch or no catch, on average, the 21 passing attempts, the Niners gained 30, 13 and a half <laughs> yards per passing attempt. This, that's broken. You don't see those numbers in the NFL. That's ridiculous. What were the air yards, Mark? Do you know? Oh, air yards. <laughs> I mean, Probably pretty good today. It's like, he aired the ball out today. It's like who, right now, 
what Brock Purdy, he's moving in the pocket and finding receivers in stride. There was a play today where he finds McCaffrey for a touchdown. Play to his right, obviously he's a play action, looks to his right, has no one, fires back to his left, almost like he has a slingshot to his hip and just knows McCaffrey's going to be there and going to catch it and going to score. The chemistry right now is in, it, it's like playing basketball where you just know you can have a no-look pass and your guy's is going to be right there. It's like mm. the, the Warriors, well, I, I was going to say in their heyday, but they still can win a championship this year. But when they're in there, there are two rings against the Cavs and whatever. And Curry's just throwing it left and right. And Iguodala's facilitating. And they're just hitting, Clay's hitting threes left and right from the wing, whatever. Yep. It feels like this offense right now, as Peter King said on this very station, has no positions and everyone is playing at an all-time level. I mean, I don't want to compare it to the wall sharer, right? But this feels like the closest thing to it when it comes to the offense and how they're playing right now. 35 to 16 is the final score. If you're leaving Levi's right now, we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business text line. And again, we're keeping an eye on the Twitch and YouTube chats powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch joins us here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Mitch, what's up? You're on with Grandy and Sterling. What would you think of that Niners win? Great win, great offense. I didn't see much of Devo, but I think next Sunday night on next two, we're going to give it to the Cowboys. Bring them down, you know. Start racing them. But I, I just got one question. What's going on with Bosa and Drake Jackson? Not, 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 are they a hurry or something? Or, or they were just double team? I didn't see statistics in the game. Gotcha, Mitch. Yeah, I mean, good question. Bosa hasn't really been in the backfield disrupting a ton of plays. He's only had the one sack, didn't have a sack today. Although on a Josh Dobbs fumbled snap, <laughs> he was right there and looked like he was about to sack him. That might have taken away a sack from him there. Despite the fact, Sterling, and I think you can speak to some of the numbers more better than I can, despite the fact that he doesn't, he hasn't really jumped off the page in terms of his statistics yet today. And less so for Drake Jackson. Drake Jackson had three sacks week one. He's been, he, he had a good game again today. Drake Jackson had three quarterback hits and two tackles for losses today, I believe. Yeah, he, was like, good. he was really good. Nick Bosa is still absolutely dominating offensive lines. And he's controlling the game from the line of scrimmage. He's not getting insane sack tackles for lost numbers. But when you are as dominant as he is and you have two offensive linemen, plus maybe a running back or a tight end to chip him, you're just opening up so many lanes for others. We just talked about Drake Jackson. Javon Hargrave had his third sack of the game. Eric Armstead was, you know, bull rushing the center and, and a couple of the guards throughout this game. Nick Bosa, despite the fact that he only has that one sack still, Sterling, from last week, he's still having a fantastic season. I mean, what one of the highest graded players via PFF so far this year, right? I think he's the highest defensive graded player in football now, a lot of that's run defense because Bosa is so good against it's, the run. It's underappreciated. And coming into this game, the Cardinals were going to run the football. Yes, overall, over 105 yards. Josh Dobbs had 48 of those. James Conner came in as the fourth highest leading rusher in football, 52 yards on the ground. They held, through four games, one of the most used offensive players at 33% of the Arizona Cardinals offensive snaps. To 11 carries, 12 total touches, only 56 total yards. They held the Cardinals' star, their way to victory, to almost nothing. A, a rather unimpactful game, 
a lot of that because Nick Bosa and Fred Warner being great, Dre Greenlaw being great. And mm. it's not like the Cardinals this year have allowed a lot of sacks. Josh Dobbs is great at not getting sacked and not turning the ball over. So if the sacks were high today, whatever, what happens is you're efficient. You make Josh Dobbs beat you 41 attempts through the air. And what it, what could he not do? He could not beat you with his arm. His legs, sure. Overall in the day, Josh Dobbs had over 300 yards by himself. If you're allowing Josh Dobbs to do that, fine. Josh Dobbs is not going to be the reason why the Cardinals win a football game. I'm sorry. But Bosa and Drake Jackson, they secured the edges, allowing guys like Armstead and Hargrave and Kinlaw, guys you know have to have a big game against the Cardinals offensive line who have one of the worst-rated left guards in football in Wilkerson and one of the worst centers in the NFL who was on the field, off the field, on the field again, off the field late in this game. San Francisco stars Although the box score can say goose eggs next to their name, with Bosa and Jackson, their job was to let Hargrave and Armstead eat, and they did today. And they did. Yeah, Bosa zero tackles in this <laughs> game, but he had four quarterback hits. Yeah. I mean, he was in there. He's He's been close to a number of sacks so far this year, just hasn't quite gotten home aside from that one time last week where the Giants inexplicably did not block him and just ushered him right to Daniel Jones. He's exactly. had a good strategy there, but that's his only sack of the year. Um, but he has still had a gigantic impact every single week, even though when you think back to week one, that was just days after he signed his contract extension and just what, after two days, three days with the team. So he's only going to continue to improve. With that said, he has not been bad by any stretch <laughs> no. of the imagination. He's still one of the best defensive players. You could argue the best defensive player in the NFL. The numbers don't exactly back that up, but so much of football is about more than just numbers. We can talk more about that on the others. How We've got to hit a break here on overtime on 95.7 The Game. If you want to get in on the action, if you're leaving Levi Stadium, you're in your car outside of Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, give us a call, 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business Text Line. And join the party on Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It's overtime with Grandy and Sterling. The Niners beat the Cardinals 35-16. to More coming up after this, right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 